Last week, we talked a little bit about Clemson, what to look for for in the coming up season. Um, today, I think we're going to talk about South Carolina. Um, so I think we're just going to get off with some questions here. So whoever wants to ask, I will answer. All right. Uh, just, mm. over, over under 60% completion percentage. For From Rattler, over. E, that's easy over. Oh, right yeah. that right that down soon. Easy. Okay. Okay. Easy, easy over. Easy. So you're thinking more. Uh, come on, come on, boys. I mean, what his his career um, completion percentage right now is seventy point one. You think he's oh. going to go down to fifty nine? Come on. Okay. Yeah, he's. he's I think who's around him has a lot to do with that. He he is playing some five defenses this year. Yes, but over over sixty. Over that 60. that that would be a drop. That would be a drop to go from career seventy plus. Do you do you have your uh, offensive stats from last year, like overall as a team up? Uh, no, I don't. I know you where know off the top of your head, like, like how many points per game y'all average. No, I mean I could look it up. It it was not good. Yeah, Jeff, get on that. Yeah, you also had a 40-year-old quarterback at one point, a wide receiver playing quarterback at one point. Like, you had a lot of different quarterbacks. Two wide receivers playing quarterback, if you count Doty. Two, yeah, he's right. not a He's not a receiver. I think yeah. he's a receiver. <laughs> um, why wouldn't it tell me? All right, to uh, keep combo going. Um, yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a, let's just get the offense out of the way. Oh, yes, I do. 20, 22.6. Okay, so that's all we're hearing offseason is offense for Carolina. So if you're, what do you, what do you, realistically, what do you think is going to happen? If you went from 22 points per game, and you still won, you still won six games, averaging three touchdowns. Let's put that in perspective of the conference. Where does that rank in the conference of last year? Pretty sure it was like almost dead last. I mean, probably ten. There's, there's always Vandy, which who sucks, but Vandy yeah. and so, Missouri were probably below that. Yeah. Okay, so do you think you're in the upper half of you, points of points per game? And total offensive output. Let's say that. I mean, you you would like to think so, but also. Off the offense is like a completely new, it's like a completely new face offense, pretty much. Because I mean, you got Spencer Rattler, obviously, which change, which is a game changer, coming off of a, a season where you played four different quarterbacks, one including a coach, 
and another one being an FCS transfer who, you know, I mean, no disrespect to Jason Brown, but he's not an SEC quarterback. Um, and then you got guys like uh, Corey Rucker from Arkansas State at wide receiver and uh, Antoine Wells from James Madison who had like 1,250 yards. I mean, yeah, I said James Madison, but obviously he's, he's been able to produce even if it's at a lower level. Um, you know, last year you're going into the season, you don't know who you're going to throw the ball to. You don't know who, who your playmakers are going to be on the outside. I mean, you have Kevin Harris going in last year, but obviously we couldn't run the ball very well. So it kind of left, um, left, left us kind of one dimensional, I guess, because we didn't, we couldn't really, well, I guess no dimensional. We couldn't really run the ball. We couldn't really throw the ball very well either. So, um, I mean, Josh Van had a really nice season last year, and he's returning for, I guess, his fifth year. But this year, we just have a lot more, a lot more weapons on offense, and Spencer Rattler is a guy that can can deliver it to him. So you would like to think that you'd be in the upper half. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think being in the midway point in the terms of the SEC offensive output, like that raises the feeling for y'all a lot. If y'all can just get there. I mean, I'm not, saying, like, I'm not saying that should be your I think it's a lot like. Go ahead, Sam. It's it's sort of like what Sid was saying last year about the defense. If you can just get to average, um, then everything else works itself out. Because, I mean, when you look at the defense on paper, you've got a pretty decent defensive line coming back. Right. Second level, there's some questions. But even at safety, I mean, you know, can't I expect to be one of the better defense in the SEC, if not the damn. I mean, last year, the offense of 22.6 points a game was 104th out of 130 in FPS. Right. So if you can raise that, to, you know, somewhere in that 70, 75 range, get somewhere in the middle of the FPS, I mean, even if the defense gives up another 24 points a game, you at least yourselves a chance in a lot more ball games. Yeah. I mean, I think we could get up. Well, you also, you also mentioned something about – you also mentioned the off being a little bit this year with Saturday. I'm curious to know what, what you think might be different. Obviously, with Rattler, the playbook expands, but you expect to see or stuff you don't expect to see. I mean, I, I expect us to, I think, go downfield a lot more than we did last year. Um, last year, there, I mean, there really weren't many deep shots taken. There's a lot of intermediate stuff, stuff kind of down the sidelines because I think we didn't really trust – whoever was in at quarterback that day um, and having more guys that kind of go down downfield and catch the ball other than Josh Van, like I said, uh, Corey Rucker, Antoine Wells, uh, to carry on Joyner, maybe, I don't know. He's been, he's just kind of an average player. Um, Amarian Brown from Georgia Tech has had a really nice uh, spring and fall so far. So, just a lot more guys to kind of like kind of take the top off the defense. Hopefully we will go long a little bit more. Um, the running game, I don't expect it to, I mean, play calling wise, I don't expect that to change much. Um, I mean, you got Marshawn Lloyd and Christian Bill Smith kind of wanted to, and Juju McDowell, who's going to, it's kind of one, one, a one B one C. Um, but I think the biggest change is just going to be, hopefully you'll see us, take shots more because we have a quarterback that can do it and guys that can actually make plays downfield.
So it's kind of a a prove it year for old Marcus Satterfield because last year, like we've talked about, he just he was kind of given the keys to you know a beat up Honda Accord, and this year he has more like a uh, I don't know not not a luxury sports car, but you know a, a Mustang maybe. And so if you know if he can drive this, then is it a V six or a V eight? That's the real it's question here. Hopefully it's a V8. We'll see, I guess. Um, but this last year, it's, it's hard to judge him on last year because obviously we were bad on offense, but we didn't have good players either, really. Um, at least at yeah. quarterback and, you know, we just had a lot of struggles. Um, but this year he's – I mean, the offense has obviously improved a lot in this in the offseason, so – I mean, if he can't do it this year, then he's going to get fired in the offseason. So it's either – it's kind of a make-or-break season for him, I think. Because, um, I mean, if you if you mess up a season with Spencer Rattler and um, some of these guys, then that's just play calling. You know, you can't blame it on on a rotating quarterback situation or anything like that this year. So, Dude, if you mess up a season with Spencer Rattler, right. you, you could end up as the next head coach of Southern Cal. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it helps to have Kayla Williams, though. That is. Awesome. But they have Colton Golf here, so it's kind of like. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know. Got that dog in it. So, I guess with that being said, obviously, quarterback kind of the, uh, what drives any offense. But I'm curious to know about the offline. I was sort of surprised. I think we all were last year with the fact that they weren't nearly as good as they were COVID year. Obviously, that's sort of reflective of that. But if you can't block, and that was part of Oklahoma's problems when Rattler was the starter there, is they couldn't they couldn't block well enough to run the ball. So then defenses just dropped eight. And obviously, he got into a little bit of trouble trying to do too much. Still efficient, but obviously some turnovers. So I'm curious to know what the offensive line looks like. Uh, yeah, I think we have this – the. We have eight returning or eight guys from last year that all started a game, all returning. Um, so it's definitely a veteran line, but that doesn't necessarily automatically mean they're going to be better, right? Just because, you know, they play more football doesn't mean necessarily that they'll be better. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's just going to be the same guys kind of – It's it was the first year in, in the Satterfield offense, um, obviously. So picking up all these new schemes or whatever. And also their position coach um, – Greg Atkins was out a lot of the season with um, with some health issues. Uh, so it was just they, – they just kind of got thrown into a new offense, didn't really have their position coach there a lot throughout the season to, to help um, clean things up. But you would like to think this year that they'll be better. You know, they've all played together. They've all played a bunch of football together. We've got some pretty good depth behind them if, if you know – if there's injuries or guys just aren't cutting it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that a veteran line could could be better than and, – and, you know, a veteran line in second year in an offense could be a little bit uh, – a little bit improved. And they showed it in some games last year. It was just kind of inconsistent. So, I think the biggest thing will be consistency for this – for these guys.
All right, then give me a uh, give me a string week to be group certain players. Just sort of curious, do you feel confident in and what areas of the team kind of scare you? Uh, I mean, you just went total robot there. Um, but were you asking for a strength and weakness? Yes. Okay. Strength. Um, this is a kind of a tough question because, again, like I said, it's like a completely new face offense. So it's hard to put any th- any position on offense as a strength. I mean, tight end is, is going to be a strength. Um, Jaheim Bell and Austin Sogner, uh, two, you know, really good players. They're both on the – what's the tight end award? The Mackey. Yeah, the Mackey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're both on that watch list or whatever. So, I mean, that that would be good. You'd like to think the wide receivers would be good, but it's hard to say that they're going to be a strength. Uh, same with Spencer Rattler. So, I think I'm going to do both a strength and weakness on defense. Strength, I'd go cornerbacks. You got Cam Smith and Darius Rush coming back. Darius Rush had a – is probably – is obviously a lot less known than Cam Smith. Um, but he had a really, really nice year last year. He's a guy that's been at South Carolina for – what seems like a decade now, probably fifth year, I would guess. Um, came in as wide receiver, kind of transitioned over to quarterback and seemed like he really hit his stride last year. So he's returning. I expect him to play pretty well. And Cam Smith, um, obviously, I think he's one of the best, if not the best corners in the SEC. Um, so I, that'll be a strength. And then Marcellus Dial, who's a, actually a, a GMC transferred from, you know, GMC in Milledgeville, so shout out. Um, he'll probably play at the nickel, I guess, if we're if we're including that in the cornerback um, situation. But I think mostly Cam Smith and Darius Rush are going to be are going to be pretty locked down. And then a weakness, I think. A lot of prior years, it's been linebacker, but I think this year the linebackers have a lot more depth. I think they're a, a, a better group overall, but I think the safeties are are uh, probably the biggest weakness on the whole team. Um, you got R.J. Roderick, who's been there since since Steve Spurrier coached. Um, and then you got Devonnie Reed, a transfer from Western Michigan. Those are going to be your two starters most likely. Um, and neither of them are really – I mean, they're both kind of like hard-hitting guys that could get lost in coverage, which kind of – it scares me a little bit. Um but, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, Devonnie Reed is, is going to be a guy that comes in and, and can kind of do what he did at Western Michigan, which is obviously going to be hard to do in the SEC. But um, we kind of know who R.J. Roderick is. He's makes some plays, but will also give up some, some touchdowns um, over the top. So, I don't know. Then behind them, another transfer, Tyrese Ross from Washington State, I think. Um, and then a freshman, Nick Emanwari, he was – a savage in high school had like 200 and some tackles his senior year. Million. Um, yeah, but he's someone that apparently the staff really likes. He's running with the twos right now at safeties. A big kid. He played like he played everything in high school, but he played a little bit of defensive end, some linebacker. Um, but we got him at safety right now, and he's like six four, two something, two hundred pounds. Oh, uh, you got young Isaiah Simmons, eh? I see. Yeah, but he's – I mean, he's got all the athleticism in the world. It's just kind of putting it together. So, um, I don't know. But I think safety is going to be the biggest weakness unless um, – I don't know. Unless they step up more than I think that they will. 
Um, well, I mean, in last year, I mean, you can say your defense is the only reason y'all won six games. Because um, total, I mean, y'all were sixth in the SEC out of 14 teams, even though it probably didn't seem like it from a defensive yeah, well, we Damn also had like we so, also I mean, had the best pass defense in the SEC. So, um, you were you were second, but you're close. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you get seven seven starters back. I mean, do you think it's probably going to be around the same production wise? You'd hope I mean, so. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you'd hope so. You're returning. Back. The linebackers are pretty much the same as last year. Um, Sherrod Green got hurt in the second play versus Georgia last year, and he's kind of a veteran guy, six-year. Um, he's played a lot of football, so he should he should be a solid piece out there. Then Brad Johnson, another six-year guy. Right now, both of our starting linebackers are six years, but um, obviously they played a whole lot of football, so they're they're um, they should be fine. And then behind them, you got Mo Cabo, who's an extremely talented guy. He just been battling some injuries so far but apparently he is kind of pushing for a starting job which if you're winning a job over a six year that's I mean that's that means you won the job that you weren't you weren't just giving it to him give given it out of seniority and then another guy um a transfer last year Debo Williams is another young linebacker in there um that's pushing for a starting job but I mean, I the, I guess the biggest thing that's changed is the defensive line. Um, you just kind of insert Jordan Birch where uh, JJ Anabari was last year, and kind of hope that Jordan Birch can step up to be the player that he was supposed to be originally in recruiting. Zach Pickens had a nice year last year. I believe he can build on that. Um, we're pretty deep at defensive tackle, uh, so that's nice. And then Jordan Strawn will be the other D end. Um, and he's a good player. He's he's a solid piece. He's not going to be a superstar, but he's a solid piece. So you would hope that the defense could be similar to last year because if – I mean, if our offense can up the up the point scored from 22 to like 30 or so and the defense stays the same, that's going to be a pretty good year. Yeah, that's probably two or three more games. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess with that said, I mean, kind of the same question we had for me last week, but I – Expectation for record, kind of maybe give us a, a ceiling and the floor. I, I gotta pull that. Hold on, let me let me pull the schedule up real quick. You got you got Georgia State, Arkansas, UGA in your first three games. Yeah, that's three and out easy. <laughs> um, Georgia State, that's should be a win. Um, every day of the week, it is kind of. I mean, they're pretty well coached. They got, they got it. They almost they upset Auburn last upset. year. Yeah. Um, and they've got um, – what's his name? Oh, he was the interim coach at South Carolina when Spurrier left, but um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, that should be a win, though. I mean, you know, it's Georgia State. We should beat them. Um, Arkansas, it's – I think it's – at Arkansas, so that's that's tough for me to say it's a win. It's kind of one of those toss-ups, but not really, because Arkansas should be the better team. Um, it kind of all hinges on if the offensive is clicking or not. Georgia, that's I'll go ahead and count that as a loss. Um, Charlotte, SC State, don't really have to talk about those. Those are wins. 
Um, Kentucky's a really big one, I think, this year. Last year, we sh probably should have beat them. We had a bunch of turnovers, and um, it was a really close game. Will Levis is getting a whole lot of hype, but he lost his number one receiver, I believe. Um, I don't know. I, I think we could. I think we could beat Kentucky on a good day. I think we could beat them. Um, Texas A&M is probably a loss. Missouri, we should win that, even though we haven't for the past two years. But they're just not a very good team, so that should be a win. Vanderbilt win. Florida. Probably yeah, I a think, win. I think I think y'all can beat Florida this year. Yeah, and then I think Tennessee and Clemson are probably both losses. I think, but I don't know. Tennessee is Tennessee. You always play. Yeah, well. I don't know. Going go, just that's going game to game. I think. I mean, I think the floor is probably pretty low. Like probably like a five and seven. If like if stuff goes really poorly, if Rattler is even worse than he was at Oklahoma, or you know we have injuries or or whatnot. I think a ceiling. Um, I mean, and this is a, if everything goes right. I think like nine and three is an absolute ceiling, but I think it falls somewhere like um, seven and five. Yeah, it's realistic. Yeah, I think I think I think y'all are gonna go eight and four. That's pretty. I mean, I see. I, I feel think, like that's pretty bold. I think you're gonna, but it's possible. Like, there's there's definitely a path to eight and four. It's just it's just stuff has to go right. Well, I mean, I think it's the games that you talked about. It's Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee. The games that you like you match up well in, but you haven't won in recent years. I mean, that's that's what swings the season. Like Devinny was saying, right. if the offense scores another touchdown a game on average, and the defense is, you know, I guess for all intents and purposes, the same as last year. There's a few one score games in there that you can, you know, that maybe you win. Yeah. And I I mean, seven and five, eight and four, I think is will be good, but it's certainly attainable. Right. Shoot, maybe the defense plays better because they'll have leads this year. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, honestly, the defense – I mean, just statistically – like, I feel like the defense last year is way better than they statistically look because that offense just – it was three and out every time. They're, they're on the field the entire game. Yeah. You know, you got guys out there for, like, 70, 80 snaps a game. So, um. It's tough to judge them just off statistics. I think they're a really, really good defense last year, to be honest. Um, I mean, obviously, there are flaws. Like, run defense was not very good. But um, for kind of what they had, I think they're pretty good. And I think they should be the same this year, just if we can kind of figure out how to stop the run, because that's what killed us. Um, that's why we lost Missouri. That's why we lost Clemson. That's why we lost a lot of games. Just we couldn't stop the run, so, and we couldn't score on Clemson. To be fair, but <laughs> I was withholding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, should be a good one. Fall camp is is kicking. It's always it's always good news for fall camp. You know, so oh, that's, yeah. so that's always fun hearing about. You know, this guy's doing really well. This guy's doing real, really well when probably you might not even hear about him in the season. But, you know, it is what it is. Anybody that the hype train's, like, really growing on right now other than Rattler, like, Marshawn Lloyd? Um, yeah. A lot of people really like Antoine Wells. Um, like I said, Nick and Mawari, a lot of people right. really like him. Um. 
the two freshman D tackles, um, shoot. Uh, TJ Sanders and Nick Barrett. I've heard a lot of really good things about them, but we're—I mean—we're pretty beat, deep at D tackle, so they would—they're probably not going to see much time. Um, but yeah, obviously Jaheim Bell, like he's—they're yep. saying—they're—they're saying they're going to try to get him a hundred carries at running back. So what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, that's a lot. I mean it's an exaggeration, obviously, but. He's going to be doing everything. He's going to be the centerpiece of the offense. So, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I got. I guess we'll just keep finding out more as as, uh, as fall camp goes on and leading up to this to the season. But, yeah. Actually, you know what? I changed, I changed my answer. The ceiling is undefeated national champions. As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, that's everybody's ceiling. Yeah, exactly. But, all right. I guess if that's all we got, then uh, we'll be back next week for another one. <laughs>